this is uh, Brother Fernando Milan along with uh, Brother Marty Martinez from World Harvest Ministries, and uh, we're coming to you uh, with a special podcast. It's uh, a little over midnight, uh, about 12.30 a.m. on uh, October the 2nd. Um, the yeah. reason for this special podcast is uh, we feel in our hearts that uh, we needed to come to you just uh, a little under an hour ago. Um, many perhaps are asleep, uh, and you'll be hearing this uh, uh, podcast early in the morning. But uh, something tremendous has taken place uh, in our nation. Uh, a massive shooting uh, in Las Vegas. Uh, took place a little under an hour ago. Uh, m- yeah. Many casualties, many people have been injured. I, I think the news are saying uh, there's there's been two deaths so far and um, multiple people injured. Uh, and but from the sounds of what we saw uh, in, in the videos and people who 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 shot video of the actual incident, um, it looks far worse or sounds far worse than. Uh, what we're seeing in the news as we speak. Um, yeah. uh, reports are that there was an M16 that was shot throughout a, the crowd at a uh, festival, a, a, a concert of country music. And yeah. we, we've come to you with this special uh, podcast, um, and we feel of the Lord that uh, um, he's really speaking to our nation. It's literally the midnight hour as we're doing this podcast, and we believe it's also... Uh, uh, very significant in that we are in the midnight hour um, in our nation. And uh, I have Brother Marty with me. And uh, yeah. what is it that you want to share with the people, Brother Marty? Well, I think like both you and I and uh, Pastor Jeremy, who isn't able to join us at the moment, but uh, we did feel yeah. compelled to uh, to come on the air and, and to, as it is fresh, breaking news. Of course, things are uh, early on as far as the reports, as you were but we do know that uh, uh, tremendous violence has taken place in Las Vegas. And uh, what's interesting, yes, what's interesting, Brother Fernando, is that uh, my nephew and uh, his wife just happened to be at the concert when this took place. And so uh, we've been receiving texts from them uh, telling us that uh, what apparently happened, as far as they can tell, Uh, is that a a gentleman uh, made his way into where the concert was taking place. He apparently, and again, uh, we're just giving you early reports. We're we're just giving it to you as we've heard it. Uh, Things will change by the second. But uh, apparently he he gunned down one of the security officers at the door, and that's how he entered into the uh, concert facility. He went up to like the mezzanine level, not all the way to the top, but like the middle of kind of like a bowl looking area. And he began yes. to uh, to open fire into the crowd with an M16 uh, and, assault and let me rifle. say this, Brother Marty, and the shooter yes, is sir. active as we speak, right? Active. Yes, they haven't, uh, they have no idea where he is. Uh, and there are reports that there's more than one shooter, and we also received reports. I uh, received a couple text messages, one from people that are on the ground there, and others that have heard the same thing. That uh, quite possibly they found a van that was packed with explosives right. uh, somewhere near the venue. Uh, thank God, uh, apparently uh, they were able to uh, to find this thing, and it did not go off. 
uh, as as we're speaking. Now, again, we we reiterate that this is something that we're just getting moment by moment. This is just happening. Uh, but uh, you know, my my uh, my nephew and niece uh, told us that uh, that when the the shooter began to shoot into the crowd, it was again with an M16 assault rifle. This is a military grade weapon. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you know, I tr- I trained with this thing when I was in the Air Force. This is something that that can uh, expel multiple rounds, uh, as many as a thousand rounds, uh, within a matter of you know minutes, like a minute or two. I mean, you can just you know expel that much ammunition. So we know uh, just from the preliminary accounts that that obviously this shooter had uh, you know an ample supply of of uh, of ammunition. And uh, my nephew just happened to be uh, close enough when the shooting went off, uh, according to his wife, that he saw the the shooter as he was shooting, and he hit the deck. And uh, of course, you know the adrenaline begins to flow. I don't know if he was reloading or what, but uh, he got off and right. just ran to the, to the nearest exit, of course. And he said it was pandemonium, just uh, as as can well be understood as he continued to fire and shoot. And as far as we know right now, the, like you said, it's an active uh, you know, incident that's taking place. The Las Vegas Strip has been shut down. Uh, it's literally become a war zone as they're looking for this uh, individual or individuals that uh, perpetrated this heinous crime on these, on these young people that were just out uh, listening to some music. Uh, whether you wow. agree or, or disagree as Christians with, you know, where the location is, that that's neither here or there. Human life is precious. Exactly. And right. uh, and and so we felt compelled, uh, you know, at World Harvest Ministries, and that's what these podcasts are about. Uh, what in the world is going on is the title of our podcast system. But uh, tonight we felt that what is happening again is only hmm. within a matter of a few days, weeks, really, uh, since we began um, taking note of the signs that we've been seeing in the heavens, uh, the massive hurricanes that have been uh, occurring, as you pointed out, Brother Fernando, uh, as you've talked over the last several podcasts, the the scientific community telling us that these kinds of natural events that have been taking place, uh, like the hurricanes, uh, so forth and so on, which occurred just days after a solar eclipse, occurred over the yes. United States of America and only seen in the United States of America. The hurricanes hit the United States of America. Even as we're speaking, Puerto Rico is in shambles, some 3 million people uh, without oh, food, water, electricity. Uh, disease is, is quite possibly on the on the next horizon there. Uh, we've got thousands and thousands of people homeless in Houston, Texas, uh, and and we can just go down the list. Uh, the Florida Keys were absolutely devastated, and all along the eastern seaboard. Then we had the two earthquakes break out in Mexico, on the in the Gulf region. There, uh, we had um, a, another hurricane, tropical depression that, that occurred off the west coast of the United States, all within a 21-day period. And now we add this to to the mix. We have uh, this incredible violence coming to the United States of America uh, with people losing their lives in this tremendous act of violence. And we believe and we know that these are the signs that we've been so adamantly discussing and trying to 
express to, to you guys that are listening to our podcast and that are part of World Harvest Ministries, we are living in the last days. It would be one the thing for the of Fernando, the last days, for sure. The last of the last days. It'd be one thing if it was one event, you know, that occurred, and we can say, "Well, gosh, that was a big hurricane. This is a sign." Well, like we said, these are events that are occurring in 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 multiples, all within days of the great mm. eclipse that occurred on August the twenty-first. And Brother Fernando, as we were talking just before we started this podcast, you pointed out how we just concluded the great feast day of the Day of Atonement or the Day of Yom Kippur. Would you like to elaborate a little bit? Or? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, as, as we've mentioned in past podcasts before, the eclipse uh, that took place on August 21st, um, just, just to give people a little background, uh, we know that uh, it is also a day of of observance, observance with the Jewish people. Uh, it is the yes. day in which uh, Moses received the Ten Commandments in in, in uh, Mount Sinai, and he came down the mountain, as we know, and uh, yes. found God's people in sin. Uh, well, uh, the next day uh, in the Jewish calendar is Elul one, and it begins forty days of of, of repentance. It's it's literally uh, forty days in which. Uh, Moses returned back to the mountain and interceded on behalf of, 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 of God's people for their sin that had taken place when they began to worship the molten calf. Um, yeah. Now, uh, what's important is that the last 10 days of those 40 days uh, are called the Days of Awe, uh, which includes the, 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 feast, the Feast of Trumpets and, and yeah. Yom Kippur. So the 40th day is the celebration or the Feast of Yom Kippur, which is the Day of uh, of atonement, it is a day of repentance. Well, that yes. day falls in the Jewish calendar on Tishri ten. Okay. Yes. Now, what's 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 very very uh, astonishing here is that this shooting, okay, took place on the following day, Tishri eleven, My of God. the Day of Atonement. Now, mm-hmm. you can make of it what you want to, but I believe it's a sign to us, Brother Mario. Um, that yeah. we have not heeded to God's warning, we have not yeah. heeded to God's word, God's word as a nation. And God is saying, "Listen, you know how much more shall I stricken you? Yes, I'm speaking to you. I'm sending signs to you. I'm I'm, I'm shaking the earth with hurricanes, as you as you will brought out um, uh, earthquakes and 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 I'm, I have signs in the heavens trying to catch your attention, America." And then all of a yes. sudden, as as the midnight hour approaches, which is so symbolic to me, uh, yes, uh, of, of 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 the of, of the place that we find ourselves in as a nation, um, yes. and 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 we have this this massive shooting the day after Yom Kippur, the Day of Atonement, a day of repentance. Yes, and you know what you're saying there, uh, and one of the things I want to bring out, which I. I I've wanted to speak on it, but as we go along, sometimes we forget. But, uh, you know, we're focusing on the United States of America. And when we say that God is is sending signs and so forth and so on, we are not trying to say that it's God that's killing people or that's, you know, allowing it. No, no. What we are saying, though, is that because of the direction that the nation as a whole has, has taken, over the last several 
decades really the last 30 years or 20 years you know so forth and there therein uh that 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 are are very are the the moral fiber of our nation has been eroded to such a position that uh, we no longer esteem the word of god we no longer uh you know acknowledge him as the supreme uh ultimate moral authority over our lives and and it's quite mm. the contrary. It's as if we have said, you know, we don't need you anymore, Lord. We don't need your ways. We don't need your laws. Uh, and many uh, don't even believe that, that he exists anymore at all. So we're not trying to lay the blame on God. But what we are saying is that the scripture is explicit that any yes, nation is. that calls itself uh, uh, after the name of God uh, and claims the blessings of God in the scriptures and I'm speaking specifically of Israel and Judah, you will see that history is replete with the examples of divine protection that comes over a nation that 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 uh, yeah, that reverences right. the Lord God, right? And and then and then so when when that nation turns aside from the ways of God and turns aside from the one who has blessed it then what the Lord does, according to the scripture, is remove himself from protecting and from blessing that nation. And when he removes that protective hand, then you begin to see what we're talking about, these signs, whether it be violence or natural disaster or, or you know, uh, heavenly signs, uh, you know, pestilence, whatever it may be, you begin to see that, that the protective hand that has has covered the nation is no longer there, and suddenly wow. you begin to you begin to see these events take place, and we don't realize just how extensive the protecting hand of God is. I, Brother Fernando, it reminds me of nine eleven, September eleventh, yes. two thousand and one. You know, America uh, coming out of the twentieth century had always believed that it was it was protected because it had two great vast expanses of ocean on both sides, the Pacific and the Atlantic Ocean. We were so strategically placed geographically on the on the global map that to think that an enemy could come from such distance to, 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 to try and harm right, us right. was just like no way. You know, it just couldn't happen. We're, 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 so, we're so perfectly, you know, placed. But then comes September 11th, 2001, and suddenly... America wakes up uh, that fateful morning and realizes that the protective, whether we realize it or not, an enemy uh, came and attacked us to the point that our two greatest symbols of economic prosperity and blessing in this country came crashing down to the ground. So what are we saying? Mm -hmm. That it wasn't God who did these things. It's not God sending the hurricanes. It's not God letting these shooters come and do what they did tonight. It's not God that's filling our streets with violence. It is, however, God saying, I can no longer uh, protect you because your ways have, have become so uh, uh, opposite uh, of the ways of a nation that fears God and, and, and therefore is entitled to my protection and my blessing. I have to remove my hand. My because God. I cannot I cannot abide sin. I have to remove my hand in the hopes that when these and we're not just talking about some little isolated event that wouldn't get somebody's attention. 
We're talking about events that literally rock the very thought processes of everyone that's paying attention that, my God, what what in the world is going on? And now we see this. We've gone from celestial signs to natural disasters to this horrific event that's happened tonight. Would, would you care to, to go on? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and and, and uh, for those that are listening, uh, just look at look at where the shooting took place. Look at what city, a city that yeah. represents uh, uh, <laughs> sin that is in its splendor, you know, as the world sees yeah, it. Yeah. There is really no yeah. splendor to, to sin. It's called as Las oh. Vegas is called Sin City. You have legal prostitution, gambling, extortion. <laughs> yeah. You know, and it, it is it is it Think is the city that. where the title you know, it, right? whatever's done is sin it's a sin is whatever's done in Vegas stays in Vegas, right? Stays in uh, Vegas. Yeah, yeah. And and that's where this takes place. Amazing. Yes. It is amazing. And again, further, again, when we talk about signs, when we talk about harbingers, and when we talk about signposts that are designed specifically to grab our attention, if we'll take enough time to meditate upon it and think about what in the world is actually happening and why are these things happening, uh, that, you know, what you're, what you're saying about the city, about where this event has taken place, this is a horrific event. And the fact that they're naming, uh, you know, not naming, but uh, already giving us numbers that are already astronomical. If you think about it, I mean, they were already saying that some 30 people wounded, some 12 in critical condition, two known dead already. And let me say this, from from the sounds of that weapon uh, and the way it sprayed its its bullets, uh, I find it hard to believe it's just only two people dead. Exactly. Um, That's my yeah, it, it, we're again. It's preliminary reports. Uh, we don't know the the, the full report, uh, or, right. or you know, we're just seeing it as as it as it's coming. We'll probably more, know more when you hear this podcast in the morning. Um, yeah. But yeah, you know, it's 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 the Jesus said this, brother uh, Marty. He said, "But as it was in the days of Noah, Amen. Right? So shall yeah. the coming of the Son of Man be." Right, and and I know uh, uh, if you care to elaborate, uh, I want to go to Genesis six, uh, yes. verse eleven. What took yes. place in the days of Noah, and 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 I think we can find a parallel of what we're seeing through our television sets as we speak. As we uh, speak. Genesis and six. Go ahead, brother. Yeah. Okay. Genesis six eleven. You quoted it. Matthew twenty four verse thirty seven and thirty eight. And I remember this is what we've been dealing with in the podcast over the last uh, uh, four or five podcasts, directly coming from Matthew. But here, here we come to uh, what Brother Fernando just quoted, Matthew twenty four thirty seven, uh, as the Lord further uses an example and a sign to the generation that would be around when they begin to see these signs. As a matter of fact, he goes on in Luke twenty one to say that when when you begin to see these things know that your redemption is coming, that your redemption is drawing near. So we know that one of the signs that he gave explicitly was the days of Noah, which is what you just read. So when we go and look at the days of Noah in Genesis uh, chapter 6, beginning with verse 11, just listen to this. It says, now remember, the days of Noah brought the ultimate judgment of God upon that generation. And here are the reasons why, right? Here are the reasons why. 
verse 11, chapter 6 of Genesis. Jesus saying, as it was in the days of Noah, so let's look. Our, does this sound familiar? Verse 11. The earth also was corrupted before God because the earth, or and the earth, was filled with violence. And God looked upon the earth, and behold, it was corrupt. For all flesh had corrupted his way upon the earth. Verse 13. Wow. And God said unto Noah, the end of all flesh is come before me, for the earth is filled with, with violence. violence through them. And behold, I will destroy them with the earth. So again, the key, because it's mentioned more than once there, 11 to 13, violence. Violence is right. the face of the earth. Now, brother, you've talked about it uh, just in passing. We haven't really gotten to it, but give me a little bit of a list off, off the top of your head, just in the current day, just in the last week, let's say. Give me some something that you that you know is happening as far as violence goes upon the face of the earth as it relates to nation against nation. Just name a few things. I mean, look at North Korea. Yeah, I was going to say, you can start with North Korea. Go for it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, it's it's war and rumors of wars. You know, it's mm-hmm. um, you have ISIS in the Middle East. You know, it, it's, it's it's violence in every aspect in every part of our society. It really is, and if you think about it, you know, what was the thing Jesus said again? Let's get back to that. He says that as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be just prior to the coming of the Son of Man. So he uses that as a signpost to say, okay, those of you that are spiritually alert, go to the days of Noah and study it. So that's why we quoted to you tonight uh, from verse 11 through verse 13. God mentions the violence that was upon the face of the earth, the violent uh, activity. And just as Brother Fernando talked about, I mean, just the first thing that we've been dealing with over the last, uh, you know, 30 days, really, in 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 uh in an amazing way, North Korea in the Asian Pacific theater has been blatantly testing nuclear weapons, nuclear weapons, uh, uh, and proudly and arrogantly firing weapons over our allies like, like Japan. Uh, we've had our generals saying that they now have the capabilities. Check this out. They now have the capabilities of reaching as far as the heartland and they use Chicago, Illinois as an example of how far these weapons can now reach into mainland United States. We also have uh, this this uh, this 33-year-old demon-possessed dictator of North Korea blatantly, uh, 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 you know, declaring that he will he will bring fire upon the United States, <laughs> and that he Amazing. and that he. Yeah, and that now they're saying that he's getting ready to test a hydrogen bomb, which makes the atom bomb look like a firecracker. I mean, the hydrogen bomb is, you know, we don't have time to get into all that. But again, remember, let's not get too far off your thought process here, thought processes here out there in the audience. We're talking about violence upon the face of the earth. So we have in the Pacific theater, we have the North Korean dictator going crazy, testing nuclear weapons. As a matter of fact, today, I believe it was the Israeli government that uh, confiscated an entire shipment, cargo shipment uh, in the Suez Canal 
And when they broke into the cargo containers, they found multiple weapons that were going uh, to the enemies of Israel. And when they saw uh, where these weapons came from, Brother Fernando, North Korea. North Korea sending weapons into the Middle East. You have the Iranian uh, uh, dictators uh, funding uh, Hezbollah and other terrorist organizations that are sworn to destroy Israel, sworn to destroy the United States. You have Iran moving into the Middle East as proxy warriors, uh, propping up uh, the terrorists that are existing there, funding them with millions of dollars and weapons, all designed to do one thing, to bring down Israel, Mm -hmm. and and their stated goal is to bring down the United States. At the same time, you have the Russian Empire moving again. We thought the Cold War was was over. Are you kidding me? They're more crazy now, right? (laughs) They're more crazy now than when the Berlin Wall came down. It's a revival of it, man. It's a revival of the Cold War. You're right. It's a revival of the Cold War in our generation. So you have Russia moving into the Middle East. You have Iran moving into the Middle East, which is ironic, brother, because as you well know, in Ezekiel 38 and 39, it is predicted by the prophet Ezekiel as he prophesied from uh, Babylon that in the last days that we would see a movement of a nation from the uttermost parts of the north, where if you draw a direct line vertically from Jerusalem all the way up to the top of the map, it perfectly dissects the capital of Russia, Moscow, Russia. It is the most northern part uh, of, uh, or territory of a great nation. And so we know this is Russia, identified as Rosh, as Meshach and Tubal, which are the modern-day names for, uh, for, for uh, uh, um, Tubolsk. And, uh, mm-hmm. and and Moscow, Meshach is Moscow, Tubolsk is I mean, uh, and Tubal is is Tubolsk in uh, yeah. in, in modern day language. So he said, I'll put hooks in your jaw. I'll bring you down into the Middle East. And here, as we sit here tonight, talking about these things, we indeed have Russia coming down into the Middle East. Now Ezekiel further goes on in Ezekiel thirty eight to identify those that will be in uh, alliance with the Russian Empire at this last day time. And, and and he names Persia as one of them. And you and I both know. Let me let me, let me, let me go ahead and read that for for the people that uh Please do. 38. Um you, go ahead. you know we're yeah. we're we're laying out the the uh the point that uh uh Gog and Magog uh it's 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 modern day Russia whether yes, it, is it is geographically uh, or not, as, as some will debate it, the spiritually, the spirit behind Gog and Magog, we know it's alive and well and moving through Russia. Yeah. Um, and it says, and, and say, and the word of God says in Ezekiel 38, uh, verse 3, and say, thus saith the Lord God, behold, I am, because we're speaking about violence on the earth, right? We're staying yeah. in line with that. Behold, I am against thee, O Gog, the chief prince of Meshach and Tubal. Now, we know that Russia is the biggest supplier of weapons to the Middle East and Israel's enemies. That's a fact. Yes. And the Muslim world. Says, the Muslim world. And look what it says concerning uh, uh, and, the prince of Meshach and Dubal. It says, I will turn thee back and put hooks into thy jaws, and I will bring thee forth in all thine army, horses and horsemen, 
Now notice, notice uh, uh, what it mentions here uh, uh, concerning uh, Gog and Magog. All of them clothed with all sorts of armor, weaponry. My God. Even a great company with bucklers and shields, all of them handling the swords. So we know literally Russia is 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 literally <laughs> rising from the ashes, right? It was completely yes. bankrupt after the Cold War, and and all of a it sudden it's making is is making its way up, and 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 how is it making its money again through through the selling of weapons? Right. Again, let me re- let me read here what it says concerning uh, Gog and Magog. It says all of them clothed with all sorts of armor. Even oh a God. great company with bucklers and shields, all of them handling swords. And then it begins to me- mention the Muslim nations. Persia, yes. Ethiopia, yes. and Libya, with them, all of them with shields and helmets. So now it, it mentions these Muslim nations with weaponry. That's correct. Now check this out before you go on. Because when it mentions Ethiopia, what most people think of nowadays is a tiny little Ethiopia that we have. But when Ezekiel exactly. was giving this prophecy, the original territory of, of the Ethiopian empire was much larger, which included most of northern Africa, which included states like Somalia and Nigeria and and uh, Tanzania and and the Congo. So you go down and you look at these nations today, each and every one of these nations are avowed uh, Islamic states. You look at Somalia, Absolutely. which is, you know, a mess, you know, but, but that's where we get Boko Haram from, right? You know, that terrorist organization. You go up right. into, oh, it also included parts of Libya, which today has, after yeah. the destruction of Muammar Gaddafi, it left a vacuum. And who filled that vacuum? Who we call today uh, ISIS. They are in there now and uh, are controlling uh, Libya. So they're part of this, and they're definitely in alliance with the Russian bear. And so all of these that you are naming, so when you read Ethiopia, you're not just reading tiny little Ethiopia. You have to go back to Ezekiel's day and realize that it encompasses most of northern Africa, which are uh, the African Arabs, if you will, or the Islamic nations of Africa in alliance with Russia. Could you read that scripture again that you said, uh, I will turn thee back? Will you read that again about Russia? Sure. Uh, and I will turn thee back and put hooks into thy jaws, and I will bring thee forth. And all thine army, out. horses, and horse. Yes, so I will bring thee with all will... sorts. <clears throat> no, no, no. Yeah, clothed with all sorts of armor and weaponry. But, but check this out. What you're pointing out there is exactly what the scriptures is pointing out, is that apparently there was, there was going to be some sort of event that will would have removed the original ideology, if you will, military ideology of the Russian, the former Russian Empire, because he says, "I will turn you back," which seems to indicate that at one time they were headed in that direction, but then changed their mind. And then he says, as a marker of the last days, that he, the Spirit of the Lord, will cause this to happen. That the Russian Empire will, in some way, uh, be rekindled in her military ideology, and it will be a divine work of God that will turn her around and bring her down into the Middle East again. Keep reading. Yeah, and it says, uh, 
me, let me start from the beginning. And I will turn thee back and yes, put us ahead. into thy jaws, and I will bring thee forth in all thine army, horses and horsemen, all of them clothed with all sorts of armor, even a great company with bucklers and shields, all of them handling swords. Incredible. All sorts of armor. Now, we have to remember, ladies and gentlemen, those of you that are listening, that you're talking about a prophet that's prophesying. So what are we looking at now, Brother Fernando, some 2,800 years ago, 3,000 years ago, something like that, when this prophecy was, was made? Um, how would right. he describe modern weaponry? You know, So the best that he had were swords and shields and so forth and so on. But the fact that he talks about um, – uh, what was that? Well, how'd you put? I will bring thee forth, and all thine army horsemen, uh, all of them clothed with all sorts of armor. He mm-hmm. saw weaponry that he had no vocabulary for, but he knew right. that it was it was weaponry that was powerful and to be used, you know, in battle. So we see that that even back then it was prophesied of the day that we're living in. We're talking about violence upon the face of the earth. We're linking it to what's happening tonight, you know, so forth and so on. We're linking it to what's what's actually really uh, something that is that is so uh, scary, if you will, for the United States of America. Because ultimately, this is what is, it will affect all of us in this nation. Because we are the last bastion, if you will, of quote-unquote freedom upon the face of the earth, the last great republic, the last one that stands between uh, the rest of the nations of the world and a free society. Go ahead. No, no, uh, I'm just looking at at some more video, uh, uh, more and more videos coming out of of the shooting. It's incredible, an an incredible sight to behold people just running all over the place but uh no and we get uh, and we're speaking about uh Ezekiel 38 uh and and uh, Gog and Magog uh was re- which is uh modern day Russia really um, yes and then go uh, on go on to chapter uh, I mean verse 5 cuz you you listed the the nations before I interrupted you I apologize yeah. but, uh, you, no, no. you listed uh, it mentions muslim nations and yes. and, 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 I, and I'm watching a video and I'm thinking you know who else could have done this but uh perhaps a muslim you know i'm i'm not saying that's that's the case but uh uh you know the media will try to twist it as much as possible uh but yes, verse 5 will. says here persia ethiopia and libya with them and persia is who shield modern day iran modern day iran ethiopia libya all of them with what with shield and helmet and then verse 6 Says Gomer and all, and all his bands, the house of Tagarma of the North Quarters, and all his bands, and many people with thee. <clears throat> yes. Now Gomer is uh, modern day Turkey. Right. Modern day Turkey. Now, what's interesting is this: just recently, within the last year, the president of of the nation of Turkey has switched his his nation from being a democratic. Uh, nation to one where he assumed entire and full dictatorial powers and is well on his way to making Turkey uh, an Islamic state uh, governed and ruled by Sharia law. So we have the we have the uh, the alliance, if you will, of this prince of Magog uh, and Gog 
coming down just as the Lord predicted in the last days into the Middle East, something that he would do. He would put hooks in their jaws and bring them down. The alliances that would that would be formed as a result of it would be all alliances that would come out of the Islamic territories that we now know and see today. And it, it mentions them specifically by name. And it talks about the enormous army that's gathering. And this is what we have seen uh, taking place all over the world. Because we talked about not just the violence that we're witnessing tonight, but we're talking about the violence that we've witnessed just in the last uh, 30 days. You know, right. and there's been there's been an increase, if you will. Not, they're, they're they're really not talking about it, brother. What's actually taking place in? It's amazing to me because, you know, anyone who knows anything about biblical prophecy knows that one of the greatest signs that was given to us was from the prophet Ezekiel, saying that Russia would come down into the Middle East, and at the same time that Iran would come uh, up into uh, into the Middle East portions and regions that were right by Israel. And this right. is exactly what we see taking place. Would you read uh, verse 7? Sure. Be thou prepared and prepare for thyself, thou and all thy company that are assembled unto thee, and be thou a guard unto them. And, and then he days, gets specific. Yes, yeah, this is the one I wanted you to get to. Go ahead. That after many after. days thou shalt be visited. When? And in the latter years thou shalt come into the land that is brought back from the sword and is gathered out of many people against the mountains of Israel, which have been always waste, but it is brought forth out of the nations, and they shall dwell safely, all of them. Yes. So this is, again, being zeroed in by the Spirit of God. He said, he He pinpoints the time. He says it's going to be thousands of years from now that this prophecy that Ezekiel is giving will come to place. The generation that will be alive at that time will recognize it because he's laid out all the things we've already been discussing. And then he says, after many days you'll be visited. And then he says, in the latter years, thou shalt come Our into day. the land yes, that is brought back from the sword and is gathered out of many people against the mountains of Israel. What he's talking about there is that 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 the the signpost to us would be that 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 Israel would be reestablished as a nation again in the latter years. Now remember Ezekiel's giving this prophecy after Israel has been destroyed, Israel and Judah. So there was no nation when he gave this prophecy. We know that yeah. they were allowed to come back after 70 years. They were released from their captivity in Babylon and allowed to rebuild the nation. It existed for some 400 years after that. But then in 70 AD, the nation indeed was destroyed, just as Jesus prophesied in Matthew 24. And it was scattered to the four corners of 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 the world and that's what he says in verse 8 after many days thou shalt be visited in the latter years it shall come you shall come into a land that is brought back from the sword that's violence and, and military conquest and, and and a nation that is gathered out of many peoples so that is exactly what happened to israel when it was when AD 70 when the temple was destroyed and and the nation of israel scattered to the four corners of the earth it remained that way until May the 14th, 1948, and it was brought back right. and reestablished as a nation. 
So we are indeed living at a time that fits the prophecy perfectly. And as you go on in that verse 38, we have the the great promise of the Lord that this is the Lord bringing down this great army into into the situation that we're describing for the express purpose. And you all can read it later yourselves for the express purpose of absolutely and completely destroying and annihilating all of these territories. Trust me, no one is going to remove Israel from the land. No one, because it is the promise of the Lord. Amen. But keep going. No, no, it's uh, it's all in in connection with what we've been uh, reading from Genesis six, verse uh, verse eleven. It says the earth was filled with violence. Remember, uh, the Lord told us that one of the signs of His coming will be the 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 signs, uh, the days of Noah, as it was in the days of Noah. So shall the coming of the Son of Man be. So everything yes. that is transpiring uh, before our very own eyes, uh, it's a sign from God. The violence, you know, uh, the natural disasters, these signs in the heavens and, and so forth and so on. The Lord is saying to us as a generation, I'm coming back. Amen. I am coming back. Um, and, and that's why we did this podcast uh, tonight. Uh, yes. It's uh, about uh, a little over past one in the morning and uh, here yeah. we are speaking about you know uh about the lord while the earth is full of violence you know yeah. and, and uh it's exciting times but at the same time we must be in prayer uh saints yeah. of god uh because as we've spoken many a times brother marty uh and what we've sensed and and, and as i say that i feel his presence uh, uh mm-hmm. right now as i speak uh there's worse things coming to the yes. earth. Yes, there is. Uh, 9-11, 9-11, uh, uh, I always say the day that we live in infamy um, was, was, was the day where God called, called on us and said, hey, wake up, America. And, yes. and we didn't listen. And, and what we have now is, is, is what we're seeing t- uh, tonight, you know, on a, on a consistent basis, it seems like. Um, so yes. we know that uh, <laughs> this this is not going to stop. Uh, we know that the Bible predicts and prophesies that the earth will be full of violence. Yes. So we're beginning to see these things happen before our very own eyes. Um, okay. I don't know uh, if you have anything else to say, Brother Marty, before we close out this podcast. Uh, one last final yeah. note. Yeah, I do. And, and and that's this. Again, we'll come back to this because what prompted us to do this, and, and we thank God for the technology that's available to us now at this time in human history. And we believe strongly that it is because precisely for events like this that we'll be able to come to you. And uh, whether you listen to the program tonight or tomorrow or whenever it may be, uh, we saw this horrific event take place in in Las Vegas. But the point I wanted to break out to you was what began these podcasts, what what drove us here at World Harvest Ministries, was that so many events began to take place uh, right, you know, right. one day after another after another that it was really sublime. It was ridiculous. I mean, we, yeah. it was as if, you know, like we go to sleep, we wake up and go, what happened today or what happened while we were sleeping? And, and, and they said, we got to do something. We have to say and not something. Just that, not to- just that, Brother Marty, but the complete silence. In our pulpits yes. concerning these issues and these things that are transpiring, this in itself is an indictment against uh, 
uh, our, the, the religious establishment and where we are as a people. That that if you remember, brother, the, the prophecy that Isaiah was talking about in his day, when God would raise up a, a prophetic voice to warn the people, that the response of the people had come to the point where they no longer received the word of God with joy and reflection and repentance. As a, uh, it was quite the opposite in Isaiah. I believe it's Isaiah thirty thirty. If I if I remember correctly, but if not, you know, forgive me. But it's in Isaiah 30, I believe, where where the people's response to Isaiah's prophetic declarations was prophesy to us nice things, right. smooth things, right? Like you're too intense, Isaiah. I mean, you, we don't want to hear that. We're, 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 <laughs> right, we're, right. You know, we're we're okay. I mean, you know, yeah, it's bad, but it, you know, it could be worse. You know, please don't. What's wrong with you? You know, you're such a bummer. Well, we <laughs> we don't want to. Yeah. We don't want to come across as being a bummer, but we would be it would we would be remiss as representatives right. of the Word of God if we did not warn and did not say, "Listen, you know, it's nice to gather and have nice little sermonettes and all that kind of stuff if if that's what floats your boat." But but let's be realistic here. Again, uh, you were asking me what was the final thought. <clears throat> the whole point is this, and we talked about it early on in the podcast. We're not saying that it's God that's, you know, uh, you know, beating us up. But what we are saying is that any nation that has known the blessing of God, that has known the prosperity of God, that has known the joy of the presence of God upon its land, uh, other than Israel, I can think of no other nation in the history of the planet that, that would fit the scriptures uh, that, that, that God gave uh, to us where he told Abraham, I will show you a land that flows with milk and honey. You know, he told the children of Israel that through Moses, a, a land that's flowing with milk and honey. There is no other nation on the face of the earth that has been so blessed. Even in our songs, you know, we sing about we're blessed from sea to shining sea. I mean, America, there is no other nation that is known the, the kind of prosperity and blessing and strength and wealth and uh, the open revelation of the Word of God as the United States of America. And what drove our nation and made it strong was that our people were a God-fearing people. But over the last several decades, we have come to the place where we have rejected God, not only in our own uh, you know, culture, but in every single institution that that should represent a, a checkpoint where we check ourselves and say, okay, you know, we need, you know, we need to really reflect on what we're doing here. No, from the top to the bottom, as you quoted a few podcasts ago, the entire head is thick. There's no soundness yeah. in it anymore. And so we're not saying that it is God that's doing this to America, but we are saying it is America that's doing this to America. That because mm. of the way we have acted, God has removed his hand of protection from us. And as a result of that, there is no longer safety. There is no longer guarantee. There is no longer the promise of continued blessing. Let me ask you this out there, those of you that are listening. What kind of a God would continue to bless a nation that has received so much light and so much blessing from him and then the nation goes off into gross immorality and an absolute rejection of its founding principles to the point that it says that it wants to break off the 
the, the, the bands and the quote-unquote shackles of, of biblical morality and, and, and reject the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God who paid for our sins, and then expect him to continue to bless us and then blame him when things go wrong. No. Hmm. This is what we're saying. We are literally witnessing what Jesus said, as it was in the days of Noah. We quoted it to you earlier, violence filled the land. Our land is filled from violence from Washington, D.C. to L.A., California. And tonight, as we make this podcast, <laughs> Las Vegas, Nevada. And as my brother Fernando pointed out so beautifully earlier, think of where this took place. It wasn't in the heartland. It was in the place we call Sin City. And it was right. in the place where we celebrate sin and embrace sin as if it was something to be desired and to be, uh, you know, held to as some great thing that we're able to do. No, it was in this place. Again, is it a sign? We leave it up to you to decide. But we believe that it is. And that's why we felt so urgent tonight to come and say, wake up. Wake up, America. Wake up, brothers and sisters in the Lord. It's time to pray. It's time to reflect upon our own failings and ask God to forgive us. And just as Brother Fernando pointed out, we just ended the season of Yom Kippur. The very next day, this happens. And and so as wow. we talked about, this all happened, you know, in connection with, uh, in our own hearts, with August the 21st, 2017, when we had our first Sign, celestial sign, something that had not occurred in almost a hundred years. The last time that we saw this, 99 years, 1918 was the last time that we saw a complete total solar eclipse that went from Oregon all across the very middle of our nation and exited through South Carolina. The light was taken. It was blocked all across the nation. And we asked the question, was it God's way of saying, you have completely rejected the light, and the light has been removed from your nation, and now darkness is about to descend upon you. And suddenly, four days later, Hurricane Harvey. Four days after that, Hurricane Irma. After that comes Jose, the hurricane. After that comes Maria. There's three million people in Puerto Rico still suffering as we're speaking tonight. After that, there came, uh, an, I believe her name was Norma, a tropical depression off the west coast of the United States. In between that, right. we had two major earthquakes, 8.2, 7.1, I believe, was the other one. Not to mention all the things we've been talking about, Russia, Libya, Ethiopia, North Korea, China, uh, ISIS, the violence that's breaking forth on the face of the earth. And then tonight, all within less than a five-week period this has happened. The earth is shaking tonight because the most famous sinful city on the face of the earth, modern-day Sodom and Gomorrah, has witnessed another violent act. And all of this that we're talking about has occurred and been directed toward the United States of America. God is mm. speaking. Are you listening? Wow. Are, are we listening? Brother Fernando, would you close? You know, the great uh, Billy Graham said if... Uh... Um, God doesn't judge America. He's going to have to apologize to Sodom. Oh, my and, God. Uh, <laughs> yeah, wow. what a statement. Uh, the Word of God says, and this is for us saints um, who, who, are, who are praying for our nation. It says, if my people, 
which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and I will heal their land. Um, Our land is is in need of healing, saints of God, more than ever. Uh, As the word says, the, the earth is full of violence. And what what can we do as the people of God? The Bible says that when we begin to see these things taking place upon the earth, to to lift up our head, to 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 look up for our redemption draws nigh. And more than ever, we must be a people of prayer, because I I, I know and I know you feel it in your heart too, brother Marty, that uh, yeah. there's many more worse things coming, but yes, these things should not catch us unawares because. We're children of the light, not children of the darkness. We have been warned that these yeah. days would come. And uh, as we close, we just want to pray uh, for the for the families that have uh, uh, lost loved ones, and and, yeah. and that this could be an opportunity, uh, and, and 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 for preachers, the servants of God, to stand up in this hour and and declare the word of the Lord. Uh, we we so desperately need uh, more and more ministers of the gospel to stand up and declare the word of God uh, in this yeah. hour. Heavenly Father, I thank you, Lord, for for this opportunity you, that you Lord. give us to come to to God's people. Lord, yeah. I lift up in prayer all the families that have been affected, Lord, with this great tragedy, Lord. Uh, we know yeah. that many lives have been lost, Lord. But this is this is not your anger, Lord, towards us, Lord. No, you love no. us. The Bible says that that for God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten yes. Son. Let this yes. be an opportunity for those family members of lost ones, Lord, that to hear the gospel of Jesus Christ, to reconsider their ways, that that they may know that there is a Savior and His name is Jesus Christ. Heavenly yes. Father, we lift up our nation. Lord, this great nation of America, Lord, we lift it up before you. We lift up our leaders, oh God. We ask you, Lord, that you will pour out your grace upon us, Lord, and that you will forgive us of our sins, Lord. For we have sinned greatly before you, oh God. Lord, Lord, we know, Lord, that it is your grace and mercy, Lord, that you're calling out to us, Lord. You're crying out to us, Lord, to open our eyes, Lord that we may see, Lord, what is taking place, O oh God. Heavenly yes. Father, we just thank you, Lord, because you're speaking through all these things, and we know that you're soon to return. The, the trump of God is soon to sound, and Christ yes. Jesus will come to this earth once again. Well, we thank yes. you for this opportunity that you give us to come to your people, Lord, and we pray that this podcast will be a, a podcast of warning, a podcast that would open their eyes, a podcast that will take them deeper into prayer for our nation, Lord. And we ask, Lord, that you will begin to raise up more and more ministers in these last days, Lord, to proclaim the word of God, Lord. We know that you have your servants, Lord, that have not bowed their knee to Baal, Lord. And, Lord, we just want to give you all the glory, and we thank you, Lord, for the privilege, Lord, that you give us, Lord, to preach this glorious gospel to your people. Thank you. And we thank you in Jesus' mighty name, giving you all the glory. And God's all people said amen and amen. amen. Again, amen. we want to God thank bless you. you. Yeah. God bless you. And uh, remember, keep looking up. Well, there isn't a devil within 100 miles of here after that, my Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. 
When I walk into this place, I felt his presence. Oh, and I knew this is the place where love. For we are the temple, Jehovah God, He abides here. So reach out and claim Him, child. We are standing on holy ground. Beyond all measure, and at our Savior's feet, peace of mind, it can still be found. <laughs> well, if you have. Savior has the answer. So reach out and claim it, child. I said, I said, reach out and claim it, child. We are standing on holy ground. Sing it to him, church. Sing it to him. Yes.